the best, best radio station on the internet. All Flamers Radio. All Flamers Radio plays the most variety of music. And if you don't believe me, keep listening. As Tony Robbins has said, progress is the very foundation of happiness. We all want to find that happiness in our life. We all want to do the things that are going to bring us to that place, something that hopefully is sustainable. But when was the last time that you really sat down and mapped out where it was that you were trying to progress? And even more distressingly, when was the last time that you actually set out to make progress, to do the things that were going to push you in order to make the changes that you need to make, in order to get you going in the right direction, in order to build something more than what you have today. Most people, most people spend all of their time stuck in a rut. They're spinning their wheels. They've gotten caught up in the daily momentum of life, that slow rhythm that rocks everybody to sleep and makes us all forget that one simple truth, progress is the very foundation of happiness. So if you want to make something of your life, if you want to get out of that rut, if you want to start feeling alive, the very thing that you have to do is push yourself. I know it's counterintuitive. I know that most people think when they get free time, all they want to do is relax. But in that moment, if you really want that joy in your life, the thing that you have to do at that moment is push towards something, to have a vision of the person you could become, the skills that you could acquire, the things that you can do with your life, and to go after them, to relentlessly pursue, to work, to push, to really strive for something. And in that, in that hard work, in the suffering that comes from that, ironically, born of that is the joy that we all seek born of that difficulty of building something brick by brick and becoming something new, born of that struggle and turmoil, is the beauty that you're looking for in your life, is the way out of that rut, is the way out of all the monotonous, same as it ever was, is to push yourself, to focus, to have a goal, to know what it is that you want and to build towards that. That is the answer that you seek. You've got to get up and you've got to do something. You've got to push yourself. You've got to want it badly enough that you're going to go after it. And when you do that, then you can begin to change your life to really see the fruits of your labors. But you've got to push yourself. You've got to really want that for yourself. Ironically, that's going to be the thing that gives you what you want. That's going to be the thing that pulls you out of that rut and really gives you the focus that you need in order to bring that joy in your life, in order to create that joy. And that's the reality. It's not something that you're going to find. It's something that you're going to build. So if you're stuck, if you're frustrated, the answer isn't to relax. The answer isn't to avoid the pain of change. The answer is to lean in. i
Flavors Radio Chat Room Tune In Worldwide And all you silent listeners Under Solange, don't touch my hair. I am Wimbo77, and this is KJB.
Welcome, welcome KJB. Naturally, Lily is not well. And um, thank you so much. You always jump into the hot seat for us. Yes, it's definitely hot. It's sizzling. It is sizzling, sizzling isn't sizzling, it? Sizzling. It's very hot in the studio it today. Isn't it? Um, uh, Lily, if you're listening, we do wish you well, babes. We hope you get a speedy recovery and we hopefully we'll see you next week in the hot seat. Yeah. All right. So uh, if we just go through the audience questions today or the, there's an audience question and we have a scenario. The first one is, if you had to leave your home forever, what is the one thing that you would take with you? As well as the scenario being, man buys his wife and daughter a ticket to Italy. There's more of a story behind it, so when we tackle it later, we will um, definitely go a bit more into it. The mum wants to go on her own, but the man does not want to babysit his daughter. Who is right? Who is wrong? Are they both right? Are they both wrong? So a man buys his wife and daughter ticket to Italy. Mum wants to go. Mum wants to go on her own, but the man does not want to babysit his daughter. Who is right and who is wrong? All right, so Ken, how was your day? My day was uh, quick, Mm. uh, but again, it it was productive um no complaints really it was dry wasn't too windy yeah sorry there's a so it wasn't like friday buzzing. where mm-hmm. people were like really really anxious today was a lot calmer oh um, wow yeah definitely and, my, and, and because of that i think my day was a lot calmer as well those winds were just wow I think they said it's the worst it's ever been. 122 miles an hour winds yeah and so obviously when you when you when we're thinking about those kind of things People must have got anxious. How are they going to get home? Mm. How long it's going to take them to get home? Are their loved ones all right? Yeah. So thankfully, it was a lot more calmer today. And therefore, I think my day was a lot calmer as Nice. Well. Although the heavens did open up at one point and then the sun came out. I couldn't quite work out. This is England. We, <laughs> we can have three, four different weathers in one single day. So, in an hour, I guess, as well. Yeah, right? yeah. Thankfully, I was in my office when it was raining. And when mm. I was out... The sun was shining, so lovely. The lovely. Almighty looked after me today. <laughs> nice, and we do ha- actually have guests coming on tonight. We've got Ara um, from the Grow Your Hour Here in Solidarity movement coming on, and we're talking about a special man in history. So, when we do our hi- history section, we will be inviting Ara, Lolita. And Lorraine onto the show to have a brief discussion on history. You can have a a brief group. Yes, nice group discussion. So this this will actually be a first on the phone in the studio today. So we'll see how it goes. Was it a four-way discussion you're going to have for free? Um, There's a four-way discussion. Wow. So we'll see how that goes. Listeners, (laughs) exciting times. Exciting times. Exciting times. Exciting times. So the reason because of it is the Grow Hour, you're here in solidarity for our brothers that were, uh, have given their lives over or were assassinated for their people. I just thought that I might just introduce a few facts regarding hair and our bodies. Okay. So the first Go fact, then, what's the first fact? The first fact is hair and nails grow faster during pregnancy. Mm, so a surprising side effect of pregnancy 
is that nails and hair grow faster than usual. Now this is due to changes in hormones as well as increased blood circulation and metabolism supplying nutrients according to Amy O'Connor, writing for What to Expect. A pregnant person's hair also might feel thicker and look more shiny and healthy than usual. Wow. Um, I wonder if, if because sometimes men can come, not, I'm not saying it, we get sympathy mm. kind of um, when their spouse or partner's pregnant. So I wonder if that also can, it rubs off on the man. What, that his hair will grow? He, his hair he probably grow. loses his hair. <laughs> No, no, I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. I don't know. I'm just, you know. Mm. So she, who she warns, warns that it can occasionally mean that expecting a baby may suddenly sprout strands in places they'd rather not be as well. So here in, in really uh, precarious situ- um, places. What, so they, what kind hair, of place are we talking about? Like their hair and nails grow, but maybe on their lip maybe on their tummy, who knows? Okay. That hair can turn up in other places that you don't want it to, it grows thicker. So maybe your, your underarm hairs or your leg hairs might get well, thicker. Well, there was a movement, and I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm going off point slightly, mm. I don't mean to, but I know there was a massive movement at one point with armpit hair. Right. Women yeah, growing their yeah. armpit hair. Yeah. So I, I don't know, I guess, I guess that's, yeah, so if that is happening, maybe that's... That happens a lot in Europe, doesn't it? Yeah, maybe that's... It's a movement now, yeah, because some people, you know, you see them taking pictures and they got a big... Yeah, yeah. So, hey. And who who made it n- normal for us to uh, not... To cut, you know, to shave and whatnot. You know, they used to have full-blown beards. I mean, th- that is a trend nowadays, isn't it, as well? well beards. Beards, yeah, yeah, it's kind of come full circle, isn't it? Yeah, as things do. Yeah, yeah, beards are in. Beards and moustaches are definitely in for men. Mm. Hopefully not for women, but for men. (laughs) Well, some women, some women, um, they suffer. I can't remember what the um, the the almond is, but it's where they grow facial hair. In saying that, there is there is somebody I've seen in in the locality mm. of Tottenham, and it is a woman, and I have seen her like now and again. Yeah, I haven't seen her so often now, but she actually had that issue where yeah. she had facial hair. She was a woman, mm. and you can actually see you could see the, the the beard actually growing on her face. Well, I think that's so, something to do with a bit more estrogen or something I like that. Know, I can't I don't know, I not looked at it. We've just actually yeah, yeah, we stumbled just, on we that. Stumbled, yeah, yeah, I just yeah, 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 I'm just digressing just no it's off. not digressing okay all right cool. yeah but it's just because that fact about here and now is growing faster during pregnancy mm-hmm. we just obviously got onto topics maybe that's the part when it said there that though she warns that it can amy o'connor warns that it can occasionally mean that the expecting mother may suddenly sprout strands in other places so that might be facial hair yeah yeah, yeah 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 this this yeah 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 but this woman obviously she wasn't with with child it is a condition yeah but it is a a condition that with that facial hair Mm. um in women Mm. that grows as well and we we are speaking about here and now it's because um a portion in our history portion today we will be speaking to ara and just highlighting about the grow our your our hair in solidarity Mm. for our Mm. african Mm. brothers Mm. Mm. so the next fact Another quite interesting one, and which I never 
knew was it did exist but then they do say people can read your aura right and that's because the human body literally glows yeah it says it says here that um it might be hard to see uh, with your naked eye but every one you pass uh, every day is literally glowing it says mm. here it says the human body emits a small quantity of visible light Mm. visible in a technical sense the illumination is about 1000 times less intense than the levels of light that we would actually be able to see mm. with the naked eye i guess mm. but uh, i think they have cameras that can now they take picture and see the color mm. of mm. your aura they call it an aura don't they yes yeah, yeah, yeah. but it is actually something yeah they have special camera to track the glow yeah, yeah it's interesting because because they this this kind of technology has, has been for a few years because you know like at night when people are say on the run the police have that infrared oh, yeah. kind of that's, yeah. oh yes that's right isn't it the infrared and the infrared and, the, and it shows up body heat yeah it's yeah. body heat it shows up body heat and it actually shows where this person is because of the heat of the body yeah so it's true we do we do glow yes we glow and the funny thing says that um japan used this special camera to track the glow and found that it fluctuates throughout the day with the body emitting its lowest levels of light around 10 in the morning and highest levels around 4. Maybe that's because you're going throughout the day, maybe you're busy, maybe you're working, because mm. you're more calm in the morning, aren't you? Yeah, well, I don't know. Uh, it's interesting, that fact, because if you say around 10, that's when people are, most people are either at work, in the office, Ooh, at just the station, getting in, yeah. just getting into yeah. their place of work, so, or... Or do they've just dropped the kids off? Do you know what I mean? Mm. a school run. So maybe that's why it's not as high. Yeah. Because it's... Yeah. And then by the end of the day, you've just been worked off your feet. So then maybe you're warmer, you're hotter. You're, maybe your anxiety levels are up. Could because be. you don't know if you've had a stressful day in the office. Or yeah. it could be a number of yeah. reasons as to why the body will emit um, higher levels of light. In the afternoon. Yeah, it's true. It's interesting. Yeah. Because, oh yeah, um, so the high levels of light signifies your body's temp... Not, it's nothing to do with your body's temperature, is it? It's it doesn't just, say, it, but it's, it could... Yeah, it that could, could be... I'm just thinking it could possibly be that, isn't it? Yeah, it could be something, that, the mm, reason as mm. to why you have a high levels of light around us in the afternoon. It says a rhythm, the scientists attribute to changes in one's metabolism... So it's a rhythm that happens throughout the day. Mm. So, because your metabolism is to do with your your changes in your body, changes in your body, the changes of energy. Yeah. So Mm. we are we are source. We are energy, beautiful people, and that's a wonderful thing, isn't it? Knowing the fact that we we emit that that Mm. light, Mm. and knowing, Mm. like you just said, in such a a simplest in the simplest form about the infrared cameras that when they're looking for someone that they will use that in order to find that person in the night so we must be emitting that light as it says there the human body literally glows it does it does does. because the helicopter if you think the distance between the helicopter and the actual person yeah and it picks it up it shows Mm. um the intensity of the body heat which obviously picks up on the the, the infrared camera, the camera, yeah, and shows the outline of the person. Yeah, so that's in, I think that's interesting. So we are walking past people who are emitting light, but obviously it's not visible to the naked eye. No, 
So we're 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 sources of we're all sources of light. But I think some people can see it. Some people say, "Oh, you have a lovely aura." Yes. Don't they? Because there are some people that are gifted in that way that they can Mm. see that Mm. in Mm. another person. Yeah, because that glow, like it says in here, the special camera tracks this glow that the Japanese have found. Mm. uh, It fluctuates right away. So. Yeah, you know, people can sense your aura, but it depends on what time of the day. Do you think so? Yeah, I think it depends on what time of the day. Like we said earlier, earlier in the morning, maybe that aura is not as high because of you having to get to work, you having to take the kids to school, you having to try and get your transport. Maybe because you've rested through the night. I'm just saying, yeah. there could be different reasons why. Yeah. More, well, more in the evening and afternoon, you're, I guess your karma... So maybe then your aura is higher. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, you're calm in the afternoon. I you can't know. wait to like I remember by four o'clock in the afternoon, after work, you just like you just can't wait to get home to just relax and chill. This is what I'm trying to say. You're, yeah. So, so by but the a heightened sense of having to go throughout the day. Yeah, I, I think yeah, because it is. It's like it's like a it's like a like a like a like an alp like a mountain. Mm. So it, so the start of the day, you got to go up. Yeah. And yeah. then the, the night time you come down, you, you relax, you rest and so, so, so if you're relaxing, then maybe that could be a reason why people sense your aura a bit differently than maybe mm. at certain other parts of the day. Yeah. Well, we will never know. We These do, are just some facts that we've found and we're just kind of trying to analyse and work these things out. Mm. So the next fact, this is the last fact. This was sent in by Joy McKay. And I mean, I've been seeing it for a while now that it, today is Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And why is it Tuesday, Ken? Why is it Tuesday? Tuesday. Tuesday. Oh, Tuesday. Tuesday. Because the significance of the numbers. Yes. And what are the numbers? Well, if you think about it, you've got 2, mm. oh, 02, 22. Exactly. So 2, 2, 2, 2. If you take the zeros out. Yes, yeah, yeah. I want 2, 2, yeah. 2, 2, 2, 2. Oh. There you go. Right. And it says, did you know that this date on Tuesday, the 22nd of February 2022, will be both a palindrome, which means and, a, and an ambigram. So you can read it both ways. Yeah. Which is amazing. And the date will read the same from left to right and from right and left and upside down. Yes, wow. if you turn it upside down, it will still it, be the it, same. It will still be the same. No matter which way you turn it, it will always be the same. It's amazing, isn't it? It's crazy, isn't it? And it's meant to be a good day for manifesting. Is it? Mm-hmm. It's meant to be a really good day for manifesting. Okay. It's meant to be a day on of reflection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, twen- Tuesday, the 22nd of February, 2022. What if it's your birthday? It's... I don't know. Is it, is it a special? And we're going to shout out to Anisha because it is her Earth Strong <laughs> yeah, today. Yeah, I thought I'd get that one in. It is her Earth Strong today. So high five, Anisha. Hope you're having a great day. Mm. But yeah, the date, Tuesday, the 22nd of February, holds lots of poss- possibilities. Wow. I, I wonder if I, I, I you know, because it's, it's amazing how some days just stand out, but mm. only stand out because it's brought to your attention. Yeah. Because all day I've been using that date, <laughs> and I didn't, I had no idea it was, it was, um, I think naturally, significance. Put, yeah, nothing natu- naturally touched on it. I think yeah. she sent something in the group, 
but I, I read it and I thought, oh, okay. But actually now, when I reflect on what she said, uh, what Natalie Lily said and what we're saying now, it really is a significant day, isn't it? Very, Very significant. 2022-22-22. So, wow. how was your day today? Did you sit down and, and, and even meditate on that? Were you even aware of the mm. significance of 2022? Mm. And, um, or 22 22 22 Wow, it doesn't matter how you say it, it's always going to be the same. <laughs> it is. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And now that you do know, listeners, you've got a few hours still, the, the, the night is, the evening is still young, mm. maybe it's a good opportunity to reflect. Yeah, yeah. All right, so great day for manifesting. Look into that and see where we are in the streams of time. And we're living mm. in amazing times. Mm. We're living in treacherous times but we're also living in really amazing times right now and it's like about embracing it isn't it Kenny well you we've got to embrace it because um life is to be embraced mm, definitely definitely and um what better than spending a Tuesday evening here with you all here on all flavors radio must give a shout out to all of the DJs I'm doing an amazing job as always. I say this every week because you are um, over the star 10, George Flavors, shouting out George and um, the crew, as well as um, DJ Mark Philogene, DJ LJ Original, yeah, and um, DJ Slim, all for, you know, doing their thing yesterday. And yeah, just keep up the good work. I will be giving you all a shout um, very shortly. As well as don't forget DJ catch DJ Laro tonight from eight until ten. So we'll see y'all in five. This is the station with all your music in one place. It happens once a year. V Piscene Affair. TC Forge's birthday party. Saturday, 26th of February 2022. Aboard the MV Golden Flame. Leaving Temple Pier, 7 p.m. sharp. Arriving back at midnight. Birthday cake and loads of giveaways on the night. Music from A-listed DJs Alan Brando, Swaby Irie, DJ Pepper, Chairman of the Board, DJ Legs, and the Birthday Boy. TC Fords. Tickets early bird 25, standard 30, VIP 35 pounds. Available from shubs.com or eventbrite.co.uk. If it's your birthday, celebrate with us. Call 075 Double one two seven two double two seven. Supported by Slam Radio and Discount Cars and Van Rental. Have you ever wondered if you could foster? Not every foster child has the best start in life. And when most people can only see their past, it takes someone like you to see their future. You can change their story. You can be the difference in their life. Fostering, a rewarding career with excellent pay. On average, £450 per week per child. Text FOSTER to 82727 or visit bythebridge.co.uk. We are by the bridge. We are fostering. Crystal, crystal clear. 100% illusion. Produce locally. Makes me feel so proud. It's the best quality water for you, for you, for you. Live your best life and make it. Free and a proud recipient of the 2018 and 2019 Grand Gold Month Selection Quality Award. Our choice is clear. 
crystal clear. Broadcasting worldwide online 24-7. All Flavors Radio. Never could 
to John J. E. You can catch John on a Sunday. As well as Billy Ray Valentine. Chrissy Dubs. Catch Chrissy on a Friday. Not forget Darnell the Therapist. And Charlie Muir. You can catch them on a Wednesday. DJ Nigel, George Flavors on a Saturday and Sunday. And that was the sounds of Michael Jackson there. Love never felt so good. You can also catch DJ Caddy and Ninja Man Lloyd on a Thursday and Sunday as well. So moving on. Um, Kenny's left the, the room. I don't know where he's gone. So I'm just going to um, go through our word of the day. And that is transpire. Now, it's a verb, transpire. And it means to happen or to become known. So the police are trying to determine what transpired on the night of the accident. So after the business magnate was arrested for financial related crimes, it transpired, it transpired that he has been in surmountable debt for years. 
So Transpire, what is the context of it? It says it talks of the benefits of a four-day work week have circulated for years. Now it transpires that a six-month trial of a four-day working week is going to be launched in the UK. Um, This is from the independent United Kingdom on the 17th of January 2022. Did that happen, beautiful people? Uh, No, four-day working week. I was working four days a week. And that kind of worked quite well for me, actually. And I know of a business that has been working uh, four days. Of, um, four, they, the employees work on a four day uh, working week. But what, what it is, they have the same amount of employees and only have certain people working, say, Monday to Thursday. And then they have others working from Friday through Sunday. And then they alternate and they say that there's been a drop in the levels of sickness in work, there's been a drop in the levels, you know, everyone's morale is high and people are happy, very happy to come into work um, because they're not under the pressure, you know, not under that pressure of having to work five days a week and trying to catch up on everything, trying to catch up on everything over the start end. Uh, Naturally Lily says they are trialling it now in London. Are they Naturally Lily? I would really love to um, hear a bit more about that because I didn't know that. I did not know that they were trialling it and just seeing that from that information there that from January um, 17th of January 2022 that they are going to be trialling that four-day working week. That's amazing. I think that would be so much more beneficial for other people you know, and um, yeah, what do you think of a four day, four day working week, um, KJB? I think a four day working week has been tried already. In this, I think there was a point in the seventies, maybe. No, they're they, trying it now. Apparently, oh, trying. yeah, they are trying it now. But I think, I think they, I think at some point they have tried it. Mm. I think a four day week will benefit some people, may not others, depending on the job you got. Yeah, true, true. <sighs> Unfortunately, some industries like ambulance crews, police. Yeah. I'm not sure that's a seven day. I know some hospitals have to sometimes, some of the services are seven day services mm. simply because of the nature of inpatient versus discharge patients mm. going home. Mm. Mm. So some some care services will have seven days, are seven days because of that. Yeah, but then they, um, I was just saying to the listeners, sorry, I'm not cutting you, um, to the listeners that um, there was a company that were trialling it. So they had the same amount of employees. Some would work four days. Yeah. And then they'd work on a rotation basis. So there was never anyone that was missing from work purely because they were happy with the the way things worked. Well, maybe that might be. Well, OK, that might work then if it's been trialled in a company. Um, obviously, like I said, different services required different commitments yeah um yeah. so it would be interesting to see how that would work mm. because um as i said i i think in some instances i think it will be beneficial mm. but i don't know in every service industry especially if pe- people orientated yeah um if that would work, mm. I'm well, not sure. Naturally, Lily says that there are some companies currently trialing the 30-hour working week to see if it contributes to better work-life balance and well-being. I think it's she says she thinks it's a great idea, and tech nurses do this with a 12-hour, three to four-day working week, 
and it can work in the she says it can work in the NHS well that remains to be seen <laughs> that remains well, to be seen I, I think there are some like I always like I said there are some services that would benefit from that kind of a working pattern yeah. but I'm not sure every service it will it may not suit some services within mm. the health service but again I think it's good that it's being trialed yeah it's good it's good that it's being tried and there, like Alicia said there are some areas yeah where it is working very well and I think that if it's 30 day, then the, the extra 7.5, because um, we were saying that 37.5 hours a week could be made up with other staff. So it's not like, you know. The difficulty at the moment is the issue we have is mm. like with most industries or some services is retention. So if we're saying they're trialing this, I think it will help retention. Yeah. But But obviously in order to get a service where four day works and it and it's a rolling a rolling service four days on four days off within some services it has to be rolling because because they have to cover because of the nature mm. of the service they may be providing it's important that they cover every cover okay. those days so it's about retention yeah. if 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 we can get if we can get this four day week but also with the right paying conditions yeah it will help retention and maybe these things can then not just be pilots but also be implemented permanently that's right so transpiring its context because this was in line with the word of the day okay sorry. was that it transpires that a six month trial of a four day working week is going to be launched oh. and as naturally Lily has um, helped us to see that it has been launched already and she says that some nurses um, on and others off shift switch still with a 24-7 work so working seven days no, a week. yeah seven days a week no that's what i'm saying it can it can work but yeah. it's see but like i just said i'm not gonna go it's it's about because i don't want to go off off mm. off subject but again that's brilliant but it comes down to retention yeah but uh, i guess that if it if they can get it working then hey, it might if be, you can get start staff you know, if you've got the number. i think they would get staff retention def definitely if there's a have to start in place first and that's what I'm I trying think to it's say Trinidad Trinidad has had a four day working week for years yeah, and it works for them yeah but but it's difficult for us because again this is a side point and I know you know mm. we've got we've got inner London weight and outer London weight yeah which is a discrepancy of maybe two three thousand pounds right. maybe a little bit more so that's another issue you're going to have you want to come in and work you want staff to come and work in the city you have to so there's certain things that would have to be ironed out yeah. regarding certain circumstances but i think it's a fantastic idea and it transpires that from one word the word of the day we've 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 covered a multitude of of subjects connected with this one word transpire yeah so transpire is based on a latin spare meaning to breathe and was originally used technically to describe the passage of vapour through the pores of a membrane, such as the skin. From this use developed the figurative sense to escape from secrecy or to become known. The sense was used in ambiguous context and often meant to happen or take place. Hence, transpiring means to happen or to become known. All right, so mm. there you go. Great See, word of the day. Great word one, of the day because Francis said, yeah, from transpire, we've made it known.
made it known. We've made it known. Made it happen. We've yes, made we it have. Happen. We've made it happen, listeners. That's right. So not forgetting as well, let's give a big shout out to the recognition that um, St. Lucia, it is their independence. They gained independence um, since 1979 from, who is it? The British colony. British. Yeah, British. Yeah. Were they French? No, it was British colony. British colonial rule. British, yeah. It was British. It 18, came under, it came oh, that's right. British. It was 1850. Yeah, British colonial rule. A lot of the, lot of the islands were under yeah. British colony. One or two were under different nations, but yeah. the majority of the islands in the West Indies were all mainly British colony. It's quite colony. funny because I always thought that Britain, they got Barbados... And they got um, some of, oh, there was another island. Barbados was one that they had full rule over, wasn't it? The only one. But then Jamaica, they had... Most of their islands, because when you, when, when, if you were, because back, back in the day, we used to have the, the British... Empire. Oh, no, um, in central London, the Commonwealth Institute. Yes. So when is you that in, no longer... I don't I know, know. the Commonwealth is it's, kind of dissolved, dissolved, isn't it? Even Barbados yeah. recently got their independence, yeah, didn't that's they? Yeah, that's right. So when you used to go to the Commonwealth Institute, it used to be all about the Commonwealth. Yeah. And a lot of the West Indian islands would have been part of the Commonwealth. So when you went there, because I remember going there as a, as a field trip. Yeah. <laughs> so we went there and did we learned... Did walk there? Did you... 12 no, miles? No, we didn't walk. We, we got, did. Did you? We yeah. took the tube. Okay. Back then we took the tube. It was a group classing, so we took the tube and went to Commonwealth and mm. we saw the flags and it was a great trip, I remember. Um, yeah, so it was, it was, it was, most of the islands were part of the British colonial rule. Yeah. And then gradually, one by one, they, they become, became independent. independent. yeah. They remain... Self-reliant. Yeah, self-reliant. It took it took a while. So as you can see, from 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 the eighteen hundreds to seventeen nineties, that's a long time to be yeah, part of the British Commonwealth. Yeah. But nothing doesn't happen before it's time. That's doesn't right. It? Yeah. So it says that um, until I'm going to read this section for you. So British colonial rule was established in Saint Lucia in eighteen fifteen. The island grew increasingly self-reliant throughout the twentieth century, participating in the West Indies Federation from nineteen fifty eight until its collapse in 1962, along with other Windward Islands. St Lucia became a federated state associated with the United Kingdom in 1967. Although it it achieved independence in 1979, St Lucia remains a member of the British Commonwealth. So they're still part of the British Commonwealth, but they're independent. And they say that they... Today, the United States and St. Lucia enjoy cooperative relations and have signed several treaties concerning international crime and narcotics trafficking. I tell you guys, there's a couple of really good documentaries to check out. There's one um, on World's Most Wanted and there's another one about Zeitgeist and how America, the governments have gone in and they have into most territories around the world and like big corporations, how they've used money as a tool to enslave people. Yeah, yeah it's interesting, not just corporations, yeah. but, ba- but banks as well. 
banks banks yeah that's this is all for another time it's but all just different this is so deep yeah because mean. it said about St. Lucia mm. um making these treaties with the United States the United mm. States has got its hands in many many pockets yeah but just remember high five St. Lucia um, yes, high five. Independence Day and um yeah I know that you guys out there are celebrating I know you're celebrating yes uh, with the rum <laughs> With Mount Gay. Mount, Mount Gay Rum. Alright, so we're gonna go to a quick break and then we will be back with you because we have special guests coming on. But before we do that, we I'm just going to read the questions again for you. So Kenny, do you wanna do that for us? Read the questions. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um and the scenario. And I'm just gonna mention one more thing. Yes. Um, I forgot I did meant to mention this today that there's a guy that died today a young guy 31 year old he was uh, behind oh, yes. I forgot his name maybe yeah. after the break we'll, we'll Jamal, just, someone, J- Jamal yeah he's Jamal but I can't remember yes so I won't say anything else so we'll come back to that hopefully at some point maybe not this show but maybe yeah, another we'll, show we'll touch on it we'll touch on it I uh, just wanted to touch on that so condolences to his family uh, and I'll just quickly read the questions. It says, if you had to leave your home forever, what is the one thing that you would take with you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, to get that question. Yeah, if you had to leave your home forever, what is one thing you would take with you? Excellent. And the second scenario, second question. My, a man buys his wife and daughter tickets to Italy, but mum wants to go solo. But the husband or the partner does not want to babysit his daughter. Who is in the right and who is in the wrong? Mm. See y'all in five.
declared out of rank on this earth to be a man, to be a human being, to be respected as a human being, to be given the rights of a human being in this society, on this earth, in this day, which we intend to bring into existence by any means necessary. Hello, Ara, do we have you on the line? Hello, Wimbo, I'm here with you, yes. Can awesome. you hear me? Yes, I can hear you, I can hear you. So I'll just um, introduce you to everybody. Um, Ara, this is her second time on the Let's Talk Drive Time show. Um, Ara is the founder of the movement Let's Grow, grow, or grow Your Our Hair in Solidarity for, for Our African Brothers. And... Um, Ara, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and um, what, uh, obviously I just played that snippet there from Malcolm X and um, we're going to have a little discussion on that tonight. Uh, but yeah, just tell us a little bit about yourself and a bit about your the movement Grow Your Hour Here in Solidarity. Sure, yes. Well, last year I began this um what I don't really like to call a campaign because mm. I say growing your hair is such a natural thing to do. Mm. Yes, and it's grow your Afro hair natural in memory of our African brothers who were assassinated yeah. and in solidarity with each other. Yeah, so awesome. that that's what it's about essentially. And, and this evening, I think I want to make a big call out to all our men, all our brothers who 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 shave their hair back to almost like light bulb bald, you know? Mm -hmm. It's my husband. <laughs> to, to, make, to, to make that appeal to our brothers to join in and, and grow our hair. Just allow it. So no razors, no scissors, no blades, no, no cutting of our hair. While we grow in solidarity with each other in memory of our African brothers who were assassinated, and of course, like you said, this month we're remembering Malcolm X. Yes. Who yes. was assassinated in 1965 last, well, yesterday, the 21st of February mm. in 1965. Yes, yes. And so, yeah, there's so much to say about, about this bold brother Malcolm X. Mm. Yes, but what I would like to zero in this evening is on his speech um, the message, the grassroots, yeah. uh, with the, his ending words where he speaks about, we declare our right on this earth to be a man, to be a human being, to be respected as a human being, to be given the rights of a human being in this society. Of course, he was speaking about the American society, yeah. but I, I like to say in every society, yes, on this earth, in this day which we intend to bring into existence mm. by any means necessary. Yes, and the means I say this time in our time is to grow our hair, just allow our hair to grow in memory of the life and the work, the love and the light of Malcolm X. Excellent. What he stood for, what he fought for. Yeah, I remember when we were speaking um, this week, that, or last week, that you spoke about, it, it, he said by any means necessary, but you said also not that of violence, but to draw a parallel of today. What did you mean by that? Well, 
by any means necessary those four words were the four words that were really ticked that that really took off mm. and and it almost became synonymous as well with violence but malcolm x was never about violence really yeah and um i suppose that the, the 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 words i'd like to us to um highlight is in this day which we intend to bring in existence bring into existence i'm, I'm saying that though the, the day has not arrived when we as persons of african descent on every society on this planet earth yeah. have acquired our rights mm, mm. totally fully yeah I'm yes and i'm i'm Go on, Wimble. I was going to say, yes, that's right, because we have every right, just like anybody else, to be here, right? Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. And um, it's not unusual to still find persons of African descent not being respected. Yeah. You know, not 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 being given the full respect that we deserve, like other groups Mm. on the planet, on Earth. And so... Grow our hair natural, grow our afro natural. And of course, the call is going out, especially to our men this evening, especially to our brothers, mm. to say no razors, no blades, no scissors. Just allow our hair to grow. And, and that will be done in solidarity with each other while we remember yeah. the life of our brothers who were assassinated this month being Malcolm X. It's quite funny in you saying that because uh, obviously um, DJ KJB is hosting with me tonight. And he's like, well, what am I going to say amongst all these women? And I said to him, like, sit here, because as a man, you have a say as well, in, you know, when it comes to certain things. And when we look at uh, Malcolm X's life, what, what he had to go through in the sense to uh, we're looking back at this man. And yet still he was he was cut down, cut short. And that's something that you brought um, to our attention last month was the cutting down. So when we cut our hair it was kind of in parallel to that, wasn't it? As to the reasons why exactly. we should grow it. And um, yeah, yeah. so it may be a bunch of women on the panel, Ken, but how? what do you think as regards to women, men growing their hair in solidarity? Well, Malcolm X? Well, I... Oh, I yeah. know, I, I'm not... I, I totally agree with it because I think uh, we... In order for us to understand where we stand in the stream of time, we got to understand wh- where we come from, and part of where we come from is 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 our 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 physical being, and part of our physical being is our hair. The hair has heritage. Mm. It tells us a lot about where we've come from, where we've been, and it helps us to see if we're reflective where we need to go. Mm in how we can present ourselves as men, as black men and black women. Um, because as we go forward, we're bringing generations with us. Mm. The thing we- is, I, I think sometimes in the shaving of the head though, Ara, as well, is maybe mm-hmm. that with the men, it's like bald, baldness comes, na- you know, as the aging process goes on. Thank you. It, it might be a bit mm-hmm. harder to grow <laughs> the hair in that sense. <laughs> so can you imagine that they, you know, they get toupees and stuff as well, don't they, the men? 
right? Th- that is true, yes. That is true. I suppose our aging brothers will struggle mm. to, to, to grow to grow the hair, yes. <laughs> but those of us who can, by all means, yeah. those of us who can, yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> our young, our younger brothers who can actually allow their hair to grow. I know I've got seven brothers, believe it or not. Yeah, and uh, a, a few. Of, I think all of them let their hair grow just naturally, even without the movement. You know, even without yeah. this. But what I'm saying is, <clears throat> just allow your hair to grow. Yeah, my son. Jonas you know, is like throughout that. this movement. Say that again. I said my son John Ash is like that. He's got beautiful thick. A mane on on his head. Exactly. You know? Lovely. Yeah. Exactly. And and I suppose it, the significance is is just not cutting the hair, like you said. Mm. The lives of those great brothers who really fought for mm. the rights of their people. We yeah. we are their people. Yeah. Yeah. So to grow our hair and and having that conversation about their lives, having that discussion about their lives, calling them to memory. Mm. as we grow our hair as an outward sign excellent so we also have you know for us as a people yeah we we also have um lolita and lorraine on the line don't we um ara yes um so, yes so would you like to perhaps if we can introduce uh lolita i think lolita um first and how if would you want to tell us a little bit about lolita Yes. All right. <laughs> Hi. Hello, everyone. Hi, Lolita. Hi, Lolita. Good evening, Lolita. Hi. I mean, geez, I'm trying to find something. I mean, we, we all know that Malcolm X was one of the most fascinating historical figures of the 20th century. And I think it's because, as well, of all his reinvention that makes him so relevant in today's, in today's age, mm. day and age. And um, I just basically just wanted first to read a quote okay. from one of his um, from one of his speeches, and it goes like this: "A race of people is like an individual man. Until it uses its own talent, takes pride in its own history, expresses its own culture, affirm its own selfhood, it can never fulfill itself." Yeah. And that to me ties up with everything with growing our hair. We know that as Africans, our hair has has such a significant and in our cultural social and cultural significance that was intrinsic with each and every strand that we have on our hair. Mm. And it was it was also a sign for messages. Especially yes. in the 15th century, hair functioned as a carrier of messages, yeah. depicting who you are, where you stand in society. And I think with this growing our hair, it's, for me, it's like taking the stance again and appreciating my hair and growing that and not cutting it because on the slave ships, it was cut to dehumanize us, okay. to basically as a separation of our African culture. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so for me, yeah, growing our hair, I take pride in it and take pride in it and loving our strands, each and every one, knowing that each and every strand is different. Yeah, I remember, you, going to heaven. I remember you saying that, mm-hmm. speaking about the revolution, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, 
Um, yeah. You spoke on that, that it was a mindset of change. But what was the revolution that you were touching on? I know that we you, you spoke there about um, hair. I think, yes, it's about hair. It's, um, I think what I've said is basically we go out in the street nowadays. Pardon? Pardon? Hello? We used to talk, we used to talk about the weather. Mm. Can you hear me? Yes. We used to talk about the weather, but no longer are we talking about the weather. We're talking about more things that are that matters to us. Yeah, we're showing more of our vulnerabilities and ourselves and our beliefs a little bit more in the street. I mean, we're talking from from the oppressed to the oppressors mm-hmm. nowadays. We're talking about hair. The conversation about hair is going. The conversation about being black, what it means to be black. You know, and it's exciting times. Mm. And to me, that is the change that he was referred to in the past. In his, I think it was the 1964 speeches that he was saying that people coming together and his belief that there was a clash coming, but the clash was for freedom and justice. Mm and equality for everyone and it didn't necessarily mean it was it was based on color of the skin no no and I, I, so we find yeah there. hi yeah yeah because i i know so, that's okay that's all right because as um ara said by um no means necessary like you um what mm-hmm. you said there was about again the bringing of people together in the sense of um, regardless of race, yes, we are focusing here on Malcolm X and so forth, but just um, Mm -hmm. in solidarity of these ones that have fallen, that we, we shown that mark of respect, possibly not to cut our hair, but to remember for the next how many months to remember these ones that have, yeah, have fallen. Yeah. And also just to remember our own history, hence we're touching on people like Malcolm X and mm. things, which hopefully will further entice you wanting to find out more about one's history. Yeah, it's important, our history. And what you said there about the, uh, because I know that they even used to hide food inside the, the mm. braids. Um, yeah. You know, they were maps that were, um, you know, camoed into the hair to help them find, yeah. you know, roots when they were running. right you know so yeah i, I love that 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 you said um, spoke of a mindset of change as well didn't you mm, yes there is and I, I feel it and i think he was feeling it at that time and hopefully you know it's a time for us to act it's a time for us to take pride in our history because africans do comes from kings and queens absolutely and it's so funny because i sent out one of my articles that i wrote um, on my one thing about history site and um it it does highlight that I'll, I'll send it over to you guys um later but um can we can we get on to um Lorraine or do you know what I'm yeah. going to what I'm going to do is I'm going to play a song and um I know that you um all requested um yeah. specific songs so I, I will play your one but I I have been a bit naughty because on this show we tend not to repeat songs that have yes. been played before so i've chosen songs that are in line with the the other ones so um i'll play i'll play your one and this is a black man in the white world why did you choose this one? Oh, because uh, i think forever i've always felt that i'm living in a white world okay okay 
And it's just, it speaks deeply and it speak, I think it speaks to all of us. We've all been living in a world that wasn't made for us. Mm. Yeah. It was built on, um, I guess, on Caucasians and their beliefs and their systems. Mm. And it was it never considered us in it. Okay. So, uh, but yet we find strength and basically using and living in this world. Yeah. So I, I, it's quite funny. I think it's a system more than the world because we know that the whole um, world is, yes. is made sorry. for us. So it's a system that is, is system, one that, yeah, that kind of holds us back in that sense. But listeners, what are your thoughts on the discussion tonight? Please let us know. Give us a, a shout in the chat room. Um, join in on the chat and we'll see y'all. I'm going to what we're going to do is we're going to play a song and then we'll come back after that. OK, so we'll see y'all. Thank you. Sounds great. Thank you, Wimbo. That's okay. See you soon. I've been low, I've been high, I've been sold all my life. I've got nothing left to play. I've got nothing left to say. I'm a black man in a white world. I'm a black man in a white world. I'm a black man in a white world. I'm a black man in a white. I'm in love, but I'm still sad. I found peace, but I'm not glad. On my nights and on my days, I've been trying the wrong way. I'm a black man in a white world. 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 I feel like I've been here before. I feel that knocking on my door. I feel like I've been here before. I feel that knocking on my door. And I've lost the sounds of Michael Kiwanaku, Black Man in a White Man's World. Amazing song. I love it. Never heard that one before. Hello. 
I know. Hi. Amazing song. It's like my anthem. <laughs> really quite deep, and I, I didn't play all of it. Um, but check it out, beautiful people. I mean, each one teach one, that's what I say. Okay, so can we go to Lorraine? Lorraine? Is yes. Lorraine on the line? Yes, I'm here. Awesome. Can you hear me? Yes, we can, Lorraine. How are you? Um, I'm good. I've just sort of um, seems to be coming down with a bit of cold throughout the day. So I hope I won't be sneezing <laughs> through oh. this session. Oh, I hope you feel better. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, yeah. So my story, yes, um, goes back to my first recollection that hair could be categorized was at the age of twelve. Mm. Um, you know, I I just arrived in England to join my mother, who I didn't know. Um, because I was left as a baby in Jamaica. And I remember arriving, um, and the first time she was to wash my hair, she said to me, unfortunately, I didn't inherit her side of the family's hair. I've inherited my father's bad hair, oh, no. inverted commas. Now, at 12, I didn't really understand what that meant. And even coming from the Caribbean, that didn't mean anything to me. Mm. But nevertheless... In order to have good hair, my mom would straighten my my hair with hot comb yeah. each Sunday. And during that time, my my hair, my scalp, and my ears, you know, were all damaged. Mm. I was gonna say <laughs> that. You'd be remember, scared of being get burnt by the thing. My second, yes, my second encounter with good and bad hair mm. was at age eighteen. When at that time, you know, you're becoming a young lady and everyone is pressuring you to have your hair permed. Mm. The unfortunate thing is this, that most of the people around um, in the 80s and that was doing hair for black people, they didn't really have the knowledge. It was just doing a thing, you know. And, you know, we paid a dear price because your hair was damaged, your follicles of your hair. And mm. you know that sometimes when the follicles are damaged, it's unbearable. Mm. Um, you know, knowledge knowledge is really powerful. And for me, the worst thing in my life pertaining to my hair was having given birth to my children. I didn't also have the knowledge that after having a baby, um, you know, the, your, your, your body um, the changes that come about also affected your your hair. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. After having my second child, I found my hair um, coming out in clumps and becoming thinner and yeah. just falling out. And instead of seeking help, I, I did seek help, but that was in the form of a wig, weave and braids, mm. which, as you know, caused cause more damage. And the, the problem um, for me was wearing the wig. I became a prisoner over time. And I wore wigs and, you know, my mind was enslaved. Mm. I felt that I couldn't go anywhere without a wig. Um, I, I got so um, accustomed to the wig that if I didn't have a wig on, I didn't feel that I looked presentable. 
that is definitely, you know, being a prisoner. And, you know, it was just two years ago, just yeah. two, almost two years ago, I was liberated from that prison sentence. Um, you know, enduring an internal battle, trying to find myself attractive yeah. while wearing natural hairstyle, you know, has not been easy. Mm. And even though you might be educated and you know differently, it's, it's just something about society that makes you feel that you're not you're not suitable for certain position if your hair isn't you know straightened and mm. look as though you were white with flowing hair. Uh, um, Lorraine, do you not some, think that yeah. Lorraine that that the demographic or the, the media and thing you know we're seeing more black movies and stuff on TV, but they're still pushing the um the weave the the wigs. And the European, Definitely. the European way of doing things. Now, I mean, we're not saying yeah. that there's anything wrong with wigs. We're not saying there's anything wrong with weave or anything mm. like that. Um, but it's just like you said there, being a prisoner of not being able to leave your house without putting right. a wig on, right? And not embracing yeah. your natural beauty. Is That's that right. But yeah. But, you know, I I also believe it, it's a deeper ingrained situation that the black black people face. Because, you know, unless you love yourself, mm. when you love yourself, you don't just love your face. You love every part exactly. of you. Yeah. And I don't think, well, I no one told me that they loved me until I was 21 years of age. Wow. I didn't grow up in a family that anyone ever said to me that I was pretty mm. or anything like that. And, you know, if we as black people don't train our children from their born and encourage them and love them and tell them how beautiful they are, mm. this will be a situation that's ongoing. Well, the world will tell you them. Know, the world will set the yes. standard, won't it? The, 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 sy right. the system, should we say, will set the standard. And that's the European yes. standard. I'm sure we spoke of... Thank you so much, Lorraine, for your story. I really wish that we could um, continue, but we're really limited in time. Um, that I remember, I recall you speaking about your daughters and then um, mm. the, the, your husband and enabling you yes. really to embrace your naturalness. I think that's, that's really right. beautiful. So men, I'm going to just pose a question out there to the men out there. Like, how do you feel about your um, women if they do wear mm. weaves, do you prefer them natural? Do you prefer them in, you know, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, just do you prefer your women natural, not having to put all those aesthetics? Or do they, I mean, us, us as women have a choice as well, don't we? Um, mm. If we want to be natural or not, it's just all down to choice as well. We've got to remember that. So ladies, thank you so much. Ara, can I go back to Ara, please? Hello, Wimbo. Hi. Hello Hi. again. Lovely to have both of you ladies. Yes, thank you so much, Lolita and Lorraine. Thanks for coming on to the show. Um, would you like to just You're tie welcome. up um, just tie up um, how you feel about, obviously, we're, we're remembering Malcolm X um, this month. Uh, it was, um, I can never remember, his Lumumba, wasn't it? Um, Patrice Lumumba. Patrice Lumumba last month, last that's month. right. Yeah, and it's Malcolm X this month um, for 
remembering our brothers that were cut down or in, in solidarity. Could you tell us the line of your of the movement again, please, Ara? Yeah, it's grow your grow your our Afro hair natural mm. in memory of our African brothers who were assassinated yeah. and in solidarity with each other. And I suppose both the contributions from Lorraine and from Lolita mm. drove home the point just succinctly as well when speaking about appreciating ourselves, loving ourselves, both those men, Patrice Lumumba and Malcolm X, called us to love and appreciate ourselves, appreciate who we are, yeah. from the tops of our heads to the to the soles of our feet. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and, and just being natural, being who we are, and respecting ourselves, respecting our hair growth, how it grows out of our head naturally. Mm. And then getting that respect from the rest of the world, from the rest of other people on the planet, other groups on the planet that that seem to still today, this day, look down on us as African people or people of African descent, people of African heritage Mm. and people of Afro hair, natural hair. And, 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 and we now internalizing that, and as Lorraine spoke about in her experience, feeling that she needed to totally cover her head for so many years mm. to be able to face the world. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, and so it's about calling on our men, calling on our women to face the world with ourselves being as natural as we can be and as real as we can can be and developing ourselves, developing our intellect, developing and appreciating ourselves and appreciating our intellect and appreciating our naturalness. Awesome. And Uh, growing our hair natural. Yeah. (laughs) And I think it's as well starting, I know we're looking at a wider demographic, but starting with ourselves first, our men loving our women. Uh, and embracing the naturalness of each other because the men they have their own issues as well as we have our issues as well but just embracing all of that and just yeah and then then it will widen out then it will widen out to um but not having to be accepted or wanting acceptance from other races in that sense but then it should naturally Mm -hmm. just filter down out outwards if you know what i mean yeah, so could you stay on the line? Definitely. Stay on the line, Ara. And I'm just going to go yes. to another song. It's a song called from by Shaka Khan called um, Hot Butterfly, Papillon. And it's in line with okay. Black Butterfly. But um, please stay on the line and I'll speak to you soon. We'll see y'all in five. Sure, thank you. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Mama.
countries in the world with the best variety of music. You know when it sounds that good? You know when it sounds good, you've got to take it back. This one is for you, DJ Laro. You can catch Laro from 8 till 10 tonight. One in the chat room, George Flavors, Bella Ara, Chanel Taylor, John John, how you doing? And how are you, Chrissy? DJ Laro, Joy McKay, LJ Original. Mark Philogene, naturally Lily. Big high five to Lolita. Guest 370. Guest number eight. Send a big hello and sending out love to Marjak, Anisha, Tai Tai, Isa and Danaya. And send, sending big love to Niambi and Genevieve. Great seeing you on Friday. So saying a big hello to everyone on TuneIn and everyone on the World Wide Web, as well as all of you silent listeners. How are you all doing out there? That was a very, very wonderful discussion. Really thank you, Lorraine. Thank you, Lolita. Thank you, Ara, for your uh, discussion tonight. And really just yeah, remembering our brothers in um, 
solidarity, our African brothers, you know, grow your our Afro here in solidarity for our African brothers whose lives were cut short. And we had some um, lovely interaction in the chat room there from Chanel Taylor. She says there's no such thing as bad hair. All hair textures, textures are good and should be celebrated. It's just it can either be healthy or unhealthy. But it's so sad when people of the black community, especially young ladies, think I have bad hair. Um, because they have 4C hair, for example, and not curls. But there should be more emphasis on parents educating their children on loving their natural hair and not needing to alter its state in order to be for it to be beautiful. And that's so true, Chanel. She said, it's good to know people do and can break free from this mentality, though be- because it is generally so harmful and damaging, but never let society determine if you are beautiful or not. Otherwise, you will never love yourself. True words. Never a true word spoken, huh? How beautiful. Nice. Thank you, Chanel. Yeah. No, I didn't. I can't add to that. Yeah. I can't add to that. Yeah. I think that's a good way to um, to sum up mm, that section of that the segment, show. Absolutely. And like I say, you can always call in 07895 That's 07895 So the questions, KJB, mm-hmm. that first question, if you had to leave your home forever, what is the one thing that you would take with you? What would you take with you? You. <laughs> You take me. Yeah, what why not? What use am why I going to be to you? What use am I going to be to you? Well, I could take my Xbox. <laughs> that's not going to work. <laughs> that's, that's his side chick. <laughs> and what do we call her? What do I call her? Your your um, Xbox. I can't uh, remember her name. I'll, I'll, Fifi. Fifi, that's right. Because he's always playing Fifi. So it's FIFA. So it's his Xbox name is Fifi. But really, you take me with you. That's so nice. But Thank I don't you. know if you take me though. <laughs> we're gonna look and see what you know some people um steph davis says that she would take her daughter with her you know but i mean if you had to leave home i guess you could leave home with even without your passport or without your mobile phone what would you say to that i think you should leave with whatever makes you happy leave with whatever makes you happy that's beautiful, Kenny. You're so sweet. <laughs> or oh, do you just know? Do you just know how to say the right thing? <laughs> Listeners, please. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, because it's it's quite funny. Let's have a look. So Steph would leave with her daughter, and um, Kendra said, "My monster delicioso albo vargata." I have no ideas of what that is um kendra and um thomas bremen says memories they are light and can go everywhere oh that's beautiful it's isn't lovely it? lovely leaving home with memories but that's fine that, that is not something physical is it if you had to leave your home forever what's the one thing that you could take i i uh, recall a man i heard this question posed a while ago on i think it was bbc radio 4 and one man said that his ex-wife had given him a photo album with all of their memories in it and she presented it to him. He cried, even though she, they're best friends, they're still exes, but they're best friends and that's what she gave to him. Now, th- we do have an article <laughs> stating something, I think it was written in 2022 because it highlights things such as 
a mask and all that kind of stuff. You know, your cell phone, it says things you should never leave your house without. That's the number one with a cell phone. Mm. Yeah. And then a license or work ID. Because uh, I guess some, depending if you're running away from something, say, you would need money or ID, right? Mm-hmm. No, what? definitely. I agree with that. Um, because license for one, it will help you get around. And work ID, it will help you to make money in order to continue your 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 lifestyle. Mm. Depending on where you're going. Yeah, see, ID and money. So that's number two. License is number two and, and money is number three. Well, it says your keys, but then if you're never going to go back again, it does, that doesn't really matter, does it? Well, it's true, but you never know. Mm. You never say never. I think online you see all these houses where people have just upped and left years. And there, there's also a government website that shows everyone in this country that have just left, you know, passed away and have left inheritances and all that, homes and all that kind of stuff. And there's no one to trace back to those people. Yeah, that's interesting, isn't mm. it? That that someone can live a, leave a legacy, so mm. to speak. And that legacy just stops with them. It's amazing, isn't it? It just stops with them cold. What would you take with yourselves, um, listeners? Let us know. Come on. Don't be scared. Give us a call. 07895 134713. That's 07895 134713. But it, 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 you've got to really think about it because I know um, at the moment there's so much going on, isn't there, with this whole Ukrainian thing, um, Putin, you know, all that stuff going on. What if we had to leave home? Are we prepared? I know a while ago, naturally, Lily and I spoke about having that um, bag that you can just grab. Like a go bag. Yeah. We call it a go bag. A go bag. And to make sure that you are prepared and equipped because we don't know so within that go bag um, just like some of those things on that chart such as um, your phone but also Spare extra phone. charge like a power mm. pack now mm. because you, you can't take an extra battery because they don't mm. come with separate batteries mm. anymore so mm. like a power pack for instance that's something amazing that you could put into a bag as well as your license your passport and money yeah because Without ID, how are you going to... Or, or a card. Yeah. You know, like a, Your driving licence. Yeah. You know, so... Yeah. Like a, uh, a credit card, not a credit card, but, you know, a debit card, a Monzo yeah. card. I don't know, I don't know. I'm just thinking aloud. That's money, isn't it? Yeah, it's money, this, yeah. This, it says this may also be something that sounds really stupid, especially if you use a debit or credit card for everything instead of actual money. Mm. I mean, we know that inflation's going up and money is really worthless, but... To have some physical fiat currency on you is something mm. that can be useful. It says mm. you really can't leave your house without money because you never know when you might need it for something. So money is useful when you have a car because it is easier and cheaper mm. to use cash when getting gas than a credit card. But you can use a credit card or for basically anything. So this is something you would probably keep in a wallet or in the card holder. So We'd suggest have a bag. Have a bag. I mean, I wouldn't be able to fit in that bag, Ken. That's a shame. <laughs> Never mind. 
but I'll probably run with you. We'll go together, right? Well, if you had to leave. Well, you know, the go bag holds all. Yeah. So we and we had a go bag, didn't we? We actually did have yeah, one. We, we did, did have. We, we did. We said we did have one. It had food in it. It had tins of tuna. It had like dry pasta. But I think that I, I think I might just consider um, putting together another one because it had even plates and the cups and cutlery. Yeah, yeah. Like if we had to suddenly just just go, go. Mm. it would it would it would kind of tide us over. Yeah. But I don't know, listeners. You might have your own ideas about what you would put in a a bag. Yeah. Um, uh, Chanel says my passport, so I can leave the country to same time. <laughs> And then naturally, Lee says, I would take my family and my go bag, mm. food, first aid equipment and my phone. Yeah. I mean, we, we it might just be a throwaway question like that, isn't mm. it? But when you think about it, the times that we're living in are uncertain times, right? Although they are amazing times, they're uncertain times. Mm. So really, to be forearmed or forewarned is to be forearmed right mm, mm, mm. it's just an interesting thought because obviously some people would, are not really thinking about these things mm. you know but it's it's good to have a, a conversation yeah and that's definitely. what we're having now a conversation we're not trying to scaremonger nah. we're not trying to um second guess what's going to happen mm. regarding the way the situation is at the moment but it's good to have an open discussion yeah. about these things because it's and good to be aware mind. yeah and an open, open mind. mind I think that's important it. that's important you know so a go back it says the water bottle is quite um, important never leave the house without a water bottle you never know when a five minute trip to the store could turn into an hour trip to seven other stores so it's always good to be hydrated mm-hmm. as well as an extra jacket but there's lots of th- there's lots of things you can put in the go. Yeah, bag. that's what I'm saying. It, you I just th- got to think about it for yourself. Yeah, I think is. that's it. I think yeah. I think as as a family or individual or a partner, whatever situation you're in, it's just it will be your own decisions. Yeah, definitely. As to what you take or what you don't take. But as I said, it's just good to be able to to open up the subjects and and get people's thoughts yeah. and ideas. Yeah. So, uh, do you know what we had? We did have. Um, a petition that for to save the all island grill Dawson from ethnic cleansing but we we may the, this is a petition that's been going around what we're going to do is I'm, i will put the link in the chat room so you can check it out because um sadly we don't really have time um to go into this one but um check out this um link because it is a petition to save a restaurant from going under it's been in Dawson with the gentrification and all that mm-hmm. stuff you know they try and push black businesses out and mm. then the all the they're doing it around here is being gentrified as well i think we spoke about that mm. a while ago mm. so ken what would you do in this situation so a man buys his i'll tell you the story i'll tell you what the scenario was the man bought his wife and daughter a ticket to go and see her mum in italy all right so the husband um the wife said that she did not want to take the daughter with her she wanted to go by herself but the man said that he did not want to stay home or take a week off and babysit the daughter. Yeah, so who is right and who is wrong? Can, can I ask if the mum, I know this is a scenario, Yeah. but can we say in this scenario possibly the mum's 
a full-time stay-at-home mum? She is a full-time stay-at-home mum. Full-time stay-at-home mum. The husband buys the ticket, but he also buys it for the daughter, for her to go and see her mum in Italy. Okay, so he he is the main breadwinner. He's the main breadwinner, yes. In the family. He, he works, she stays at home, looks after the child. Yeah, yes. is that what we're saying? Yes. Okay. What, what are your thoughts on that? I think there's two sides you can look at this. You can look at from the man's side point of view. Um, that maybe he's got issues with relating to work, taking yeah. time off. Okay. We're not sure what kind of position he holds. Um, he could be quite high up in a company. and he, It could be difficult for him to balance the work life mm. for that week. He might have some important meetings. He might have to travel to meetings. We're not sure about the scenario. Yeah. On the other hand, she's a stay-at-home mum full-time. Um, three sixty days, 65. seven sixty five, twenty four hours, constantly with the daughter. I'm not sure what the age of the daughter is. Yeah. So, you know, what's wrong with her having a break? Yeah. What's wrong? But with he her will not. A break? He will not. First up, the first thing I think in that scenario is the fact that a mother and father, husband and wife, they got a child. You do not babysit your child. I agree. No, yeah, I didn't touch on that, but I totally yeah. agree with that. I think clearly, um, they both decided to have this this child. Mm. It, they, you know, there was two of them. It takes two, so therefore they're equally responsible uh, for, for the for the child's upbringing. So he's not looking after someone else's child. He's looking after his own child. Yeah, his parenting. He's parenting. So yeah. that's the first thing he needs to to. To understand, mm, mm. you know, and I totally agree with that. Um, however, he doesn't want to stay, like he's, you've mentioned quite a few variations of which us maybe as women didn't look at. So maybe he can't get the time off of work, but he he booked the time for her to go. Uh, maybe he's, yeah, he's just snowed under. So perhaps sending the, the mother and the daughter away for a trip. So what about the mother not wanting to take her? Is she well within her right not to take her? Well, like I said, she's looking after the child 365 days, mm. 24 hours. Um, no, we're not sure the hours her partner works. He might yeah. w- work long hours. He might have to work weekends. So I'm not sure how much contact he's having. I, I don't know. This is the, the scenario. It's some things we don't, we're not party to. But it must be a lot of strain on her. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying she's not managing, but like anybody, being a, a mum, whether you are, you know, is a, it's a full time, it is a it's job. 24 hours, 24 so, 7. So, as yeah. much as he's got a job, she's yeah. got a job too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And with, without her doing her job properly, yeah, he couldn't function. What are your thoughts out there, listeners? Um, how do you feel about that man? who's in the wrong the husband for not wanting to parent not babysit their child or the mother for not wanting to take the child with her now we do have some um, comments there on facebook so we're going to look at look at them because thomas brennan as he rightfully said is that fathers don't babysit their own children okay they parent their children so that's the first first point and he says, but to answer your question, they're both wrong. And I, th- I felt that maybe they were both kind of being selfish mm-hmm. on both sides. 
But you've made, brought the point there that she does work 24-7, a mother does work 24-7. And I know for myself, even I used to go on the odd break here or there by myself without the children. Nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and I totally agree with that because, like I said, because she's at home with the child, it doesn't mean her value is any less. And mm. she's working just as hard as he is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but just in a different way. And as I said, if she wasn't doing that, he wouldn't have the platform to do what he does. Well, he would. He, he wouldn't. He wouldn't worry, nah, have to worry about. Yeah, but um, if if his home life is upside down, mm. his work work life would be affected. Yeah, because the the two mesh work. He's got. They, there's a balance there. You can clearly see there's a balance. He works. She's at home. So there's a balance. Yeah, yeah. but a balance has to be continued. So you know, and sometimes you, we know that, but it doesn't mean. She doesn't deserve a break. Yeah. Well, Gary King says that they should go together as a family. It makes memories. That's very true. It does make memories. But like you said, he might have commitments that as to the reasons why he actually can't um, go along. And um, only one Bracey says, since the man is paying for it, no one goes. End of story. So she could choose to stay home. And then, you know, no one goes. I, I think Lily and I um, said that, well, if they're going to see the grandmother... Then the grandmother, and she lives in Italy, she might um, welcome the fact of seeing her granddaughter. Mm-hmm. But then, because the, then the mum might still be able to have time out. But then it falls onto the grandmother when they travel. That's true. But I'm also thinking if if the the wife's f- mother's in Italy, there mm. might be other family members in Italy. Yeah, so it could true. be it could yeah. be shared responsibility. Yeah, because there might be other family members who'd be l- loving to see their niece or nephew. Yeah, but he just he just does not want to take the young one. He and he he wonders is he being unreasonable? Joy Joy McKay says they are both accountable mm. and responsible. Yeah, so I they totally they are that. both accountable and res- responsible. But how mm. do they resolve the situation? Maybe the listeners can help. Yeah. <laughs> um, How would you resolve the situation, listeners? Oh. Sorry, no, 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 no. I was going to ask the same question. Okay. <laughs> I was going to ask the same question. Yeah. Um, like Chris says, he, Richard says, you cannot babysit your own child. We've, we've touched on that. And Jackie Daly says, everyone should grin and bear it since the man went out of his way to pay for the whole family or get a refund and no one goes. Yeah, maybe that's that's mm. it. But then it's the fact that she won't get to see her mother, you know. Mm. And Malcolm says the question is too simple and lacking in information. Well, we we have filled that in um, on the show. It says there are a million, a million and one different situations that this might depend on. So not one of you is in a position to provide an answer. It says sit in judgment or apportion blame. Hit end if the first lesson. So it's very true I, the, because... You have limited words mm. on Facebook in order to get your avatar mm. up. Mm. So, no, you don't get the whole picture. But what's really great about this is that you do um, get a rounded out view of how people think. Because mm. some people have said, um, you know, right, well, they're both um, ungrateful. Once they're obviously the parent, um, dads don't parent, they um, don't babysit their children. And um, Chris says, mum is ungrateful unless the child takes a lot of maintenance, but all children take maintenance, as Iona um, went on to explain. And um, it says, 
um, Donald says, so he has bought his wife a holiday ticket and she wants to dictate terms with regard to extramarital affairs. So maybe he's wants, wanting to send her away in order to play away. But then you could do that anyway, whether she was here or not. She could do the same thing. Yeah, very, very true. And she got until he dropped the kid off and disappeared. <laughs> it's, you know, as, as, as Malcolm said earlier, there's 101 yeah. different scenarios within this one scenario. Yeah. And there's no wrong answer. There's no right answer. Wrong I think, every, right I've, answer. I think everybody, everybody's um, reflected and posed and thought about their answer and mm. posted their answer. Yeah. I think there's been some really, really, really good comments. Yeah. Very good comments. Uh, but the, the question still remains. We still don't know who's in the right, right exactly. who's in the wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Who's right, who's wrong? Who is right, who is wrong? We don't know. Um, let's hope that they resolve the situation. Yes. And, and can I just say thank you all very much for your comments. Um, in the chat room and also on Facebook, we really yes. must. We really do appreciate all all the interaction. Thank you very much. It's lovely. So do you know we've I found oh well, um, Joy McKay gave me this little book. It's a a thousand and one health miracles. Okay, and it's just all to do with um, health, um, illness and ailments and so on and so forth. So I thought maybe we would um, touch on a few few um other things within it because okay. what about muscle soreness There's muscle one soreness was there one there yeah, muscle soreness. did you see it yeah you flip to go go for one if you haven't okay so we're gonna um find one for you more muscle soreness you just have a nice hot bath and soak isn't it yeah okay. that's a tip <laughs> so this <laughs> it is isn't it so this is a book it's called a thousand and one little health miracles simple solutions that provide big benefits and it's by esme floyd so here's one here okay so uh, it says um, number 554 don't skip meals if you want to skip pain that's interesting isn't it don't skip meals if you want to skip pain so it says skipping meals can result in increased pain Possibly because of fluctuations in blood sugar levels in the body brought on by long periods without nourishment. Always take a healthy snack along with you if you know you will be too busy to make time for a proper meal. Now, I didn't know that. No, I, I, I agree with that because I think the other knock-on effects of that if you don't eat properly, obviously you start thinking about fatigue, mm. blood sugar... Um, low blood sugar, um, which will affect your your blood pressure. Yeah. Then if you're fatigued, uh, you get tired. Your body immune system gets can be impaired, and then you, then it's a knock-on effect. Increases pain. Yeah, so if you got yeah. if you have a headache and you don't eat, then the headache is going to get worse. Yeah. yeah. Or if you've got a, an achy back, for instance, and mm -hmm. you don't eat. The pain's going to get worse. So, oh, that was quite a good tip there, wasn't it? Beautiful tip. So, please eat. Yes, please eat. eat. So, we just want to say a big thank you to George Flavors, as um, DJ Laro says, the governor of um, allflavorsradio.com. We thank you so much for this platform. We're thanking also our guests tonight, Ara. Lolita and Lorraine yes. for your lovely contribution. Beautiful contribution. As well as Hardly thanking you listeners. Thank you so much mm -hmm. for your mm -hmm. time, taking the time out to um, log on. Um, shouting out Pele Hoxton. How are you doing, Pele? 
and all of you listeners there in the chat room. You can catch DJ Laro from 8 till 10. Did I just say that, Ken? You're saying it now. You're saying it now. You're saying it now. (laughs) As well as all the DJs on All Flavours Radio. um, You're doing such an amazing job. And yeah, just keep at it, really. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we've come to the end of the show. February 2202. We're out. (laughs) oh yeah we'd just like to say thank you so much guys and we appreciate it thank you very much we appreciate you every time and you know what ken i'm not Mm -hmm. sure yeah i did i think i played the the, uh, anyways um i'm i'm rambling here so i guess all we have left to say is we'll see y'all on the the other other side. side take care good night First place before the mother cats try to get ya, get ya. Moving them hips, killing me with every dip, girl. You about to get a tip to it, girl. The worst that goes down is you turn me down, but this time around, I'm not a shy. Hey, how you doing? Oh. Baby, what you getting into? I don't know what your name is or who you came with, but I ain't leaving without you. Claim the fame and girl, I ain't leaving without you. No, I want your body. What you sip? I got the next round. Martini a goose now. Tell me what's up, what's up? Conversation, my eyes is having with your thighs. Don't get me out of line, they better shut up, shut up. You're moving them hips, killing me with every tip, girl. You about to get a tip, do it, girl. The worst that goes down is you turn me down. You're feeling your boy now, so I doubt it, surely. Hey, how you doing? Baby, what you getting into? I don't know what your name is or who you came with, but I ain't leaving without you. I've never seen nothing like you Cause a body that shape is your claim to fame And girl, I ain't leaving without you You're listening to AllThingsRadio.com First place before the mother cats try to get ya, get ya. Moving them hips, killing me with every tip, girl. You about to get a tip, do it, girl. The worst that goes down is you turn me down, but this time around, I'm down and shine. Hey, how you doing? Oh. Baby, what you getting oh, into? I don't know what your name is or who you came with, but I ain't leaving without you. Your claim the fame and girl, I ain't leaving without you. No, I want your body. Oh, what you 
want to trade with you, sit. I got the next round. My TV a goose now. Tell me what's up, what's up. Conversation, my eyes is having with your thighs. Don't get me out of line, they better shut up, shut up. You're moving them hips, killing me with every tip, girl. You about to get a tip, do it now. The worst that goes down is you turn me down. You're feeling your boy now, so I doubt it, shorty. Hey, how you doing? Cause I'm your number one 